Welcome to the next episode of our Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. It is presented by Agrinovas Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. I'm Gary Dick, the host of Inside Indiana Business, also the host of this weekly podcast, where we have in-depth conversations with the leaders, innovators, and entrepreneurs in Indiana's ag bioscience sector, the sector where food, ag, science, and technology converge. This week, we are continuing our virtual podcasts and are excited to have with us Mason Gordon. Mason is a student at Purdue University. And Mason, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for having me, Gary. I appreciate it. Well, give us, and I'm so impressed you're a student and you are in a suit and tie for this virtual podcast. So I think that's, that's very impressive indeed. Hey, when you're uh, stuck inside the house, you have to take every opportunity <laughs> you can to kind of look nice every now and then. I like it. I like it. Well, listen, Mason, give us uh, a little bit about your background. Where are you from? Uh, a little about, uh, bit about your uh, growing up and uh, getting to Purdue. Uh, proud to hail from Rushville, Indiana. I grew up on a, on a farm here in Rush County. Um, family, family farming goes, goes way back in, in my blood and, and naturally became involved with, with 4-H and, and FFA in, in my, um, uh, my high school years. was uh, blessed with the opportunity to serve Indiana FFA for a year as the state southern region vice president. Um, after my year of service to Indiana FFA, I began my collegiate career at Lincoln Land Community College in Springfield, Illinois, where I was a member of the school's livestock judging team traveled to 14 different states to uh, represent the college at five major national livestock judging contests. Um, and then I have transferred to Purdue, where I'm currently a senior in agricultural economics. I'm heartbroken by the fact that can't, I you know, can't be on campus right here for my final weeks of, of my collegiate career, but uh, still proud as ever to be a Boilermaker. Talk about your experience, your initial collegiate experience and traveling around the country. That's, that's fascinating. Yeah, so we would hop in a 12-passenger van and, and just travel all over the country, visit some of the, uh, the most pristine, prestigious farms in the country, uh, evaluate some of the most uh, incredibly high-quality livestock that, uh, uh, that this, this country has to offer. And then, like I said, represented the school at, at five major national mm -hmm. contests, uh, was, was blessed to have uh, uh, received All-American recognition, so um, combines wow. your GPA and, and your, your contest scores for those five contests. Uh, Definitely, um, I always get questioned, you know, why did you go to Illinois for community college? Um, and that was the reason my, my coach was, was incredibly influential in getting me out there. Loved my team, wouldn't have done it any differently. Wow. So you're at Purdue. Uh, obviously, talk about uh, your major, what you're studying there, and uh, uh, where you hope to, uh, to go upon graduation. Yeah, so uh, I am an, an agricultural economics major. I'm really, really interested in regional community economics. I have a background with the city of Rushville and working with the mayor and um, uh, interned with him the summer after my state officer year when we were named a Stellar Communities finalist. Um, so my, one of my roles was to put together um, a lot of data about why you know, the investment should happen in Rushville. And I was just incredibly intrigued by the trends that we're facing our community in terms of population growth and assessed valuation that really got me interested in, in studying economics and, and more specifically regional economics. Yeah, talk about in, in your view, internships, you mentioned working uh, with the mayor's office, but talk about the importance of internships, how you view them and the benefits that you have uh, really accumulated from those internships. Well, I don't think the importance of internships can be overstated um, for a student and for a, a, a business and an organization as well. Um, I've been blessed with some absolutely incredible internships, um, and every single one of them, I did not feel like an intern. And I think that is absolutely crucial 
um, whether you are, um, you know, whether you're a business or whether you are a, a local municipality to bring on an intern and allow them to feel like they are a member of the team. Uh, there was never a meeting that the mayor was in that he asked me to leave the room. And there were, you know, I always had to stay on my toes because I could fully expect that he was going to ask me some sort of question about what I thought um, about the about the direction of our community. And um, like I said, I was involved with the Stellar Communities process and was actually one of six community members that, that spoke on behalf of the community when the 11 state agencies were here for their site selection visits. Um, and he definitely could have offered that to somebody else, but instead he offered that spot to a uh, an excited 19 year old that had never stepped foot in a college classroom to that point. Um, so if you allow uh, uh, someone to really take hold of an internship and pursue their passions, it can be incredibly impactful for your organization and for that student as well. Yeah. You're very passionate about economic development in rural Indiana, which I think is one of the biggest issues facing the state of Indiana is that, uh, that rural economic development uh, piece. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, your your take on that, your perspective on the importance of rural economic development and the potential that the ag bioscience space, that innovation has on imp- impacting some of these communities. Well, I wholeheartedly believe that the ag bioscience sector can serve as a rural development strategy in the state of Indiana. And we've seen it firsthand uh, right here in, in Rushville and Rush County. Uh, Gary, as, as you're well aware, Cormo USA decided last May that, that uh, Rush County was going to be their home. Uh, and be their headquarters here in the United States. And um, I was I was in the the site selection visit when they came to when they came to town. And one of the things that I, I talked to them about was I'm so excited that there's an opportunity for some of my high school classmates that are now at Purdue University. I think there's 16 Rush County students in the College of Agriculture alone at Purdue University. Here is an opportunity because you know they presented that you know we not only are just going to offer 250 jobs, we're going to offer 100 jobs that are specifically for folks with college degrees. Mm. And right now in rural areas, we don't have those opportunities. And when you think about students who want to return to their hometowns, a lot of them are agriculturally minded folks. They grew up on farms, but they can't necessarily come back to the family farm. Um, Ag bioscience sector allows them an opportunity to to stay involved in their passion and stay in their local community, which we we drastically need our young folks to, to stay in those rural communities. Yeah, you really with that answer kind of touched on my next question, and that's Indiana Ag Bioscience companies are in both urban and rural Indiana, but those companies in rural areas of the state sometimes have more difficulty with recruitment. In your view, what can some of these companies do to attract more young, diverse talent? Yeah, without a doubt, it's it's a struggle. You know, to to, to you know, a lot of my Purdue classmates are are running off to to Moline, Illinois, and Champaign, Illinois, and you know, there's all these areas where. Uh, Cortev AgriScience and John Deere are sending uh, students and, and also, you know, they're, they're attractive. They're quality places to live. And oftentimes rural communities maybe can be viewed that you don't have that quality of life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I do think it is a difficulty for uh, the ag biosciences to recruit in these local areas. But I will say that, you know, a, um, a state officer teammate of mine, Brett Roberts, shared a quote with me over winter break. And I can't remember who the quote was, uh, but he said, you know, don't go where you're wanted, go where you're needed. And I think these ag bioscience industry companies are needed in rural areas right now for, for reasons that I touched on earlier. And it will be difficult. Um, um, recruitment will require a lot more effort than if you are a, a, a large metropolitan area. You know, I'm, right now in my, in my research, I'm looking at stellar communities and the impact of the stellar community designation. And, and Whitestown was a, was a finalist. And they've, re- I mean, just grown exponentially since 2012. And I'm sure you know, areas like Whitestown want 
those ag bioscience um, industries, but but are they necessarily needed in those those types of metropolitan areas? And so, yeah, recruitment will be difficult. Um, but honestly, no impactful work is easy. And I think the ag bioscience industry can be incredibly impactful for rural communities. You were part of the uh, 20, uh, 21st class of uh, the George J. Mitchell Scholars uh, Program. T- tell us about that honor and um, what similar opportunities are available for young people who really share your passion and your interests? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, I, as a Mitchell Scholar, will spend the next academic year in Galway, Ireland, studying at the National University of Ireland, Galway, uh, pursuing a master's degree in rural futures planning and innovation. Uh, Ireland, an incredibly rural country, 40% of the population in rural areas. I'm incredibly intrigued to go over there and, and, and travel around to various rural communities and see the strategies that they are implementing as far as keeping those, those rural communities that have been around far longer than the United States has even been a country. Yeah. And how are they remaining alive and, and how is their agricultural sector uh, diversifying, um, adjusting to consumer trends? 80% of their their crop or their, their agricultural land is grass, which means that they convert that into protein via livestock. And right now, consumer trends are saying livestock is, is bad for your health and it's, it's bad for the environment. I'm curious to see how the agricultural industry uh, in Ireland is responding because that's going to have to be a change that we're going to have to address in the United States as well. Um, the, the Mitchell Scholarship is a part of uh, what Purdue calls the, 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 the 12 major national and international scholarships. Uh, so the Rhodes Scholarship would be another, the Fulbright uh, the Marshall. Uh, there's there's lots of opportunities to for a, a, a student that's passionate about something to find uh, a country that's also passionate about that same thing and a, and a scholarship that's passionate about the same thing and and pursue it. Um, and I was I was blessed to, uh, to to be exposed to the Mitchell Scholarship. And um, this time last year, I had no idea that it existed. And and now I'm absolutely convinced that it's the perfect place for me to to jump start jumpstart my career and and really uh, come back with some key insights. Uh, for rural development for, for the United States. Well, quite an honor. Congratulations. Um, final question for you. From a Generation Z perspective, as you look at an organization like Agrinovus, what, what can, what else can the organization do, in your view, to help the ag bioscience sector, uh, sector continue to grow? Well, I think we're, the situation we're living in right now is, is, is very uh, intriguing in terms of we're all remote. And I'm in rural Rush County, Indiana, Mm -hmm. and I was quite concerned that my internet at home was not going to be sustainable for this call. So I came into town and and had to relocate. And I think um, from a a Generation Z standpoint, not only is it very important for us to be engaged with with our, our peers on a social media standpoint, it's absolutely crucial that these rural communities have access to broadband. And I think Agronovus can be an incredibly a vocal advocate for uh, investment in broadband in, in local communities because when, when like we said, if, if, if uh, uh, an ag bioscience company is trying to recruit in rural Indiana and they can't say that uh, our community has broadband access, mm-hmm. if you want to work remotely um, or if you want to stay engaged with your, you know, your family across the, the country via Zoom and you're going to have to go into town to do that, um, that's, that's a huge hurdle that we, we just can't overcome. So I think, uh, yeah, broadband and, and, and making sure that the rural communities have those quality of life uh, advancements are, are absolutely crucial if we want to advance the ag bioscience sector in Indiana, especially in those rural, rural areas. 
Mason Gordon is a student at Purdue University. Mason, I really appreciate you taking the time to join us on the podcast. You're a very impressive young man. I know you've got a really bright future. We look forward to following your exploits uh, going forward. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me, Gary, and thank you to the Agronovus crew for the, uh, for the invite. All right. And thank you for joining us uh, on this latest edition of the Ag Plus Bio Plus Science podcast. It is a weekly production partnership between Agronovus Indiana and Inside Indiana Business. And remember, you can keep up to date with Agronovus by following them on Twitter and Instagram at agronovusin. You can also find Agronovus on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. Also, don't forget to leave us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to share ag bioscience stories like this one with more and more people. Thanks for joining us this week. I'm Gary Dick. Remember, Indiana, we're all in this together. This podcast is a product of Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Gary Dick. Produced by Bridget O'Reilly, Libby Fritz, and Joe Ullery. More people get Indiana Business news from Inside Indiana Business than any other source.